DJ Playboy. What's good, Josh? Your man, DJ Playboy, back with another episode of the Perfect Talk Podcast. And you know I got my brother in the building, man. He definitely came back for another episode. And it's always a pleasure to have you in the building, man. Give it up for my guy, Spec. That's right. What's good, people? See the little bit get right in these hydraulics. You know what I mean? <laughs> What's good with you, bro? Ain't shit. Chilling. Another day, another dollar. Oh, yeah, man. How you Glad been? Glad to be back. Hell yeah, bro. How's life? I like been treating Ah, uh, life is good. Tired. <laughs> life for the working class. Yeah, hell yeah, bro. Um, how's your weekend? You did you go out of town this weekend, or you you planning on just doing going out soon? Or you just came back. This from out of past town? this past weekend um, was my son's birthday. Yeah, okay. His birthday was last Thursday, but I mean, we he celebrated in school with his friends, mm-hmm. and then we celebrated at home over the weekend okay. with family. Um. Yeah, and then this upcoming weekend, going up to Lake George for a few days. What do you do when you go out there? Like anybody who don't know, we we in upstate New York, and Lake George is uh like a popular. Um, yeah, um, definitely a family destination. Yeah. Uh, a lot of things for kids to do. A lot of things for adults to do. So I mean, it's a it's a family place. Nah, that's sweet. That's sweet. But what do you whether do? Like what? What's hiking? So- whatever. I mean, it, they, it got something for everybody. Whether you're in the hiking. They have artificial beaches, so lakes mm-hmm. with sand. Um, you know, like I said, hiking. You know, if you're in the scuba diving, you can do that. Boating. I mean, in the winter time, hiking, trail, all of that stuff. So whatever you into, they got something for everybody up there. Man, that's sweet. That's sweet, bro. Um, what did I do this past week? Oh, I seen that UFC. I was watching that. Uh, asleep, Usman Edwards too. That was a. That was. Crazy, um, and that, that's funny because we've been trying to get me to watch UFCs for a couple months now, like at least the past <laughs> couple months. And I've been falling asleep. I've been on my old man shit. And uh, my girl was she was watching something, and I was just letting her rock out. And then um, I just thought I was like, oh, cause I seen the I was out with Show the night before, okay. and they were playing ESPN in, in in the spot where he was DJing, and um, I seen the pre. Like the you know the, the the precursors to the fight, and I was like, okay, I'm gonna. I didn't really know too much of the background of it. I was like, and then I just remembered it at the last minute, turned it on, and I see Aldo fighting. Okay. Yeah, Aldo, and Aldo looking old, but he's still looking. He, is, he look old, but he still got it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like he went, he but he lost. He went the distance though, but he uh he went three rounds. He fought some young white dude. I want to say, mm. yeah, some young white dude. Um, I don't remember his name, but I think he's from he's from the states. Okay. Um, then. It was, it was I can't remember the names of the other one, but it was it was a good fight. It was a young Brazilian kid, kind okay. of brolic. Um, I'm gonna say Rockhold was the dude he fought, but I, I could be fucking his name up. But um, nah, shit was shit. shit it was it was a good it, for me for my first UFC in a long time. It was definitely a good uh, showing. If anyone who don't know in the Usman um, Edwards fight, Usman was killing the shit. All like the, the first round he got taken down, so I think he got a little like humbled. Right, and then he. All fight, like didn't want to shake his hand. He was trying to use mental um, intimidation tactics, right. which made me think he didn't. He, I think at some point he was hitting him and wondering why this dude is still standing, why he's still in this fight. And then he was just gonna like ride it out. It was literally a minute left in the fight, and he's still, you know, what I'm saying going at him, and he just let his guard down. Yeah, One second, caught a kick to the head. That's how it <laughs> yeah, nah, but it was it was good. That was good. Like I said, I kicked it with Show on um, the Friday. I got to, I got to see Show um, at a spot he was DJing at. Um, I hadn't seen them in a, in a minute. Um, Saturday, I had some work done on the car. Um, and then my daughter's been with her grandparents for the past, uh, sh- like, 
She went on vacation with them, and then she's staying there till school starts. So, which is giving me the dope vacation, bro. It's like, <laughs> it's nah, it's sweet, bro. It's like it, you don't even real like. I, I might have said this on this pod before, but like, if I gotta make two stops with my kid in the car, it's like a headache. That's it's like, a lot. yeah. God, now a lot. I'm adding stops on. I'm like, ah, stop that. Like, I don't give a fuck. Like, it's just like, cause it's you don't got the weight of of, right, of, a, right. of another life on you. <laughs> um, but I miss her, man. Like, by the time you know she come back, I'm I'm, I'm gonna be feeding her just to hang out with her, cause I miss her energy. That's they know they know how to push them buttons. They know how to uh. Hold on. Make sure it's picking us Every up. Every day when mm-hmm. I, you know, go to pick my my son up from school, on the way there, you know, I'm excited. You know, I haven't seen him all day. Yeah. <laughs> Two seconds. Well, He's back to being him. I was telling my daughter, well, we kept having this, because she was went to camp this summer, um, and we kept having this issue where, like, every time in the mornings, half of it would be the stress of, like, you wake up, we got to get there on time, then I got to get to work on time, because the bus will leave if we don't get there on time. Right. And then the... Other half of it was just like, it's a new experience for her. She's used to school. She's used to um, like we, she's going to other summer camps, but it wasn't like a commute. It was like we walked to the you know what I'm saying the bus stop, which okay, is local. Yeah, right, right. So it was just like it, about something new. I'm like, yo, every day we gotta be stressed out. I gotta have a lecture in the car. I just want to play music in the car. <laughs> we gotta have a lecture in the car, man. It's, it's, so it's it's a lot to deal with, bro. It's um, but I'm gonna ask you the same question. Like I, I, I did an episode with Keith earlier this week. I'm actually saying question. I asked him, how, how do you think parenthood has changed? Because you, you said your son just celebrated a birthday. So being responsible for another life, you know, having to teach my son, you know, obviously, I mean, he's still a kid. You can't teach a kid how to be a man and nothing like that. Mm-hmm. But, you know, your, your children watch every single move that you make, every word that flies out your mouth. Mm-hmm. And so you're whether you want to be or not, you're a role model, mm. and it's kind of like you have to act accordingly, or else exactly what you do, expect your child to do. Mm. And yeah, I think they pick up on the shit you do more than even the shit you say. Oh yeah, yeah I mean, big time. Yeah. But I mean, they pick up on both. Mm. Um, so I mean, but they they very they're more observant than we give them credit for. I say I learned that. My, yeah. my my son, there's times where he's on his tablet. He seems spaced out doing whatever he's doing, but he listening <laughs> to everything, like, right? Picking up, listening. yeah. My daughter got a fucking uh, photographic memory, dog. <laughs> it's just, it's good at sometimes, but other times yeah. you're like, I'm like <laughs> nah. Um, it's, it's I'm trying to think. How it made me more mature. I definitely think if I didn't have a kid, like, I don't know. I think I'd be on some dumb shit. Like, it gives you, like, a meaning of just, like, yo, go home. Go, <laughs> you yeah. know what I'm saying? Go call it a night. It's like, go, you know what I mean? You don't got to be out in the mix. You don't feel like you're missing nothing. It's kind of like, I don't know how to explain it, but it definitely probably kept me out of a lot of trouble. And uh, selfishly, it's got me out of a lot of, like, shit. Like, I'd be like, I don't want to go to that. I got to make up my kid. Excuse. <laughs> I got to chill with my kid. I got to do something with my kid. So, it, 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 it worked uh, twofold. But... 100% has changed me a lot, man. Um, so my, um, I think as my kid's turning eight in like two months, um, so what I'm going through now is the understanding of my kid is actually influenced more throughout the hours of the day by outside influences than she actually is by mine because yeah, now she's going she's to not school. With you. Yeah, exactly. Um, and then we had the pandemic year, which kind of was like it wasn't real. It was kind of like a make-believe kind of version of it. But she was so early in the school that it kind of might, might have... We, we weren't deep in it enough to know how not real it was right. in terms of her schooling. And then I guess the third factor of it is like now... So now I got to... not only Yeah, so I, now these kids are like... They're getting older. These kids are starting to have devices. 
She goes to an after school program where the ages range from younger than her to older, a lot older than her. Mm-hmm. And it's like she just went to a camp where it was kids to teenagers. So she's hearing conversations. She's exposed to certain stuff. And like now the kids are having devices that, you know what I'm saying? So I got to like, I just got to be aware of it and not even just, just not, you know what I mean? Like know that there's things that I can't even think of that she might be coming across oh, like yeah. at this age, you know what I'm saying? And it's like, just be prepared for that. And, and just know that like, there's no autopilot. Like you literally got to like, it's going to be an uphill no, battle the no whole time. Autopilot. There's really isn't like always mm-hmm. something to teach. Yeah. Learn. Like it's, it's constant. And if you, time. if you are an autopilot, it's going to come back. I feel like to bite you in the ass. So you really want to take this time where they, now they chilling and they kind of, they, they take shit in, even though they don't always seem like it, mm-hmm. they take shit in and you kind of want to take that time to like, let you, let your ideas be known to them. I feel like. Oh yeah, for sure. Like, I mean, there's times like, and I can't speak for you, but I, like there's things that you know my son may understand that I would I would think as a father he don't he don't get that mm-hmm. so it's no it's no point in even explaining it or something like that but they 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 understand no they really they do man they really do. probably better it's than we did at that to take yeah. take mm-hmm. the time out to explain things to them that that's really what I'm learning at this stage mm-hmm. um, because they do understand and if you look at it from the perspective well you're just a kid you're not gonna get it so i'm not gonna explain it to you you're doing them a disservice yeah so and they gotta like they really gotta my my whole thing is i I yell a lot (laughs) you know what i'm saying and i'm like i want that to not be my uh default you know what i'm saying because i'm like it doesn't even and even though she knows if i'm yelling is serious you know what i'm saying she does get that concept i don't always want to go to the yelling I want to, and I've been reading a book about it, like I was listening to an audio book about it, but it, it's talking about how like kids, they have like a, a, like when kids have tantrums, they're like, they're using the lower part of their brain. They're, they're not connecting to the, the more reasonable part. Mm-hmm. So they're kind of just lashing out and you got to find, feelings. yeah, you got to kind of find a way to connect that emotional to the reasonable and then kind of like have it make sense for them. And you screaming and yelling ain't connecting that. It's, right. it's actually you doing the same exact thing. You're not connecting your lower half of your brain to the upper half. I and mean, I'm probably explaining, not explaining it the right way. No, but it's, it's no different than if you're talking to an adult. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, you got to make it make sense. Yeah, exactly. Um, it's something I actually, you know, I came across in in, in, in the news this week. Um, I was listening to a podcast. And this particular story, I don't I don't know enough about. I tried to do research on it. I couldn't really find that much on it. But it was basically, she was talking about how an influencer um, has two daughters. So, so her daughters are actually influencers as well on social media. Um, they have their own accounts. And they have some sort of business that I think actually, like, is lucrative. I don't know what they do. But basically, their their personality is, is the like, the front of some type of business. Right. And so that they, they, they constantly put up um, content. And she had caught, actually, like, just a, an adult, a pedophile, like, talking in, in the DMs, um, trying to, like, message um, the kids, like she monitors the account, so she was able to catch it before anything happened. But I think it just threw her off. I think the kids are like nine years old or whatever, uh-huh. and oh nine and like I think the other one was younger than that. Um, so it threw, it it threw her off. It went turned into a whole thing where she had like turned into like an investigation and really trying to try to figure out who these these people are. And then I guess through doing research on, on that story, I had come across another one. I think it was called Ren Eleanor, and um, basically it was his mom who. Um, she has her own uh, account as well, but she was posting things under her, uh, kids page. Mm-hmm. Um, and she was picking, she was like how people were, so I guess you could see like the stats 
and see what pitches people are like responding to more, right. what, what pitches are getting more attention. And she was noticing that they were getting a lot of attention for these pictures that were like the kid was eating a hot dog or, you know what I'm saying, licking ice. Like something that could be sexual Perverted. to a pedophile. Yeah, exactly. Um, and then on TikTok, I guess they have a TikTok account too. You actually could save the uh, the video or whatever. Mm-hmm. Or I guess if you don't, like I guess you're using Instagram, so you can just screen record. Right. So um, so she was, was, I think once she seen the stats and exactly what pictures were being reposted, shared, and liked that got the most, she kind of picked up on it that there's like this community of people that are kind of like preying upon, you know, these pictures of kids. And it really made her say, well, let's start a movement of not only taking down that account and taking down those pictures, but not yeah, even posting the pictures on her account or somebody. Well, the kid had his own. The kid had right. their own. Like, is that what what parents are doing nowadays? Is they're just making these accounts for like their pets. You know, same way like someone will have right, a, right, a pet right. account. Yeah, yeah. They'll do it for their kid. Yeah. Which I don't really know the point. Maybe there's a bigger. I don't know. Cause what I do notice is that someone who makes content, if I post content on my kid, is more than likely to get more likes than just content of me. Right, right. Yeah, just because people think kids are cute or whatever, they're happy to see a kid or whatever. Um, so I don't know if that's the idea behind giving your kid their own account because you're like, you're like, oh, this kid's getting hundreds of likes or whatever. Let's to me, it's, it's putting them out there a little bit too much. Um, but I guess what this lady noticed was like, she's like, I'm taking out everything um, from even her page of just like innocent pictures that of just that she posted of her kids. Mm-hmm. She's like, I don't even want to post my kid on social media anymore. Um, so I guess it's really like, and now it's making me think differently about it. Like I wasn't really, I, I'm not like, I don't just post. I'm more than likely to put something in the story, you know what I'm saying, of my kid, which is the same thing. Someone could screen record or right. take a screenshot um, if they if they wanted the picture. Who knows what else they could do with it. Um, but it's really making me think not only not posting anymore, but actually taking down the pictures of my kid. Um, now, let me just ask you this question. Um, as a parent, I mean, so obviously you can't control what people look at, what people like, or any of those things. Mm-hmm. So... I mean, let's just say you post a picture online of you, I mean, you and your kid, are, I don't know, sitting on the beach looking at the waves. Mm-hmm. And that's, and for whatever reason, perverts just find, I mean, do you not post pictures at all? Well, I mean, that's where I'm at with that. And I think that's what I'm asking you, too. Like, cause I, like that's what I'm thinking. That's the catch-22. It's like right. my social media, whichever one, they're all kind of like diaries, if you really think about it. It's like I can look back on the years and be like, yo, I was on some crazy shit 10 years ago and I was on some stressful shit five years ago and I'm in a great place, you know what I'm saying? Like, right. So you always can kind of look back on it um, to look back on it. And then, you know, there are also photo albums of your kids. Like, you're more than likely to look at your Instagram page than you are to look at all the pictures and years back uh, through all those pictures that you have on your phone. So it's kind of like a photo album in a sense mm-hmm. too. So do I want to lose that aspect of it because of the evil that exists in the world. Right. Or am I so cautious of the evil that exists in the world that I'm like, I don't need that. Like, I can find a different way to find that connection. Whatever it's doing to add my kid to my social media diary, whatever that's... I can find a different way right, to, right. to kind of do it. So, I yeah. guess, what, what do you think about that? I mean, I, I think there's levels to it, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, there's there's an extreme end of it. Like, you know, parents... You know, they they utilize their kids as, we'll just say, money-making machines, right? So, you know, there's hundreds of posts, whether it be pictures, videos, all of those things. 
if you're going to be that parent, then you have to take the good with the bad. I mm. mean, you can't, oh, I want to have my kid out there because we're trying to promote X, Y, and Z, but I don't want perverts to look at it. That's just like me, you know, if I want a, a bad chick on my side, you know, and I want my girl to wear all this risque outfits, then I can expect dudes to look, dudes mm-hmm. to all of those things, and I should not expect anything other than that. Yeah. Um, so it's just one of those things. You can't have your cake and eat it too. You can you can post your kids on social media and all of that. And depending <laughs> on what you obviously there's different levels like do if that if as a parent that is your choice and if you do decide to do that, without a doubt, rest assured, there's gonna be pervs out there because they're 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 out there, mm-hmm. right? And you're you're throwing red meat to them. So expect them to look. Um if you just have a regular picture, you know, I don't know, hugging your your daughter or you hugging your son, you 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 can't control that. That's just what she has on loose sweatpants, loose sweatshirt, hair, a hat on. But niggas, mm-hmm. I, I can't control that. You know what I'm saying? I'm yeah. not, you know, I'm well, not, I guess in the, in the difference would be you can't really control what your girl. You know what I mean? You could tell her to as, to as much as you want. Don't do that. Don't do that. But you can't control what she does. Whereas this kid's exposure to social media is through you. Kid don't got his own account. I would hope not. You know what I mean? And and I personally plan on being a parent that makes my kid hold off. Like, I don't know what the normal age is now. Mm-hmm. But let's say the normal age is 12. Mm-hmm. I want my kid to hold off maybe another three years after that. Just because what I'm seeing the effects of what it is having on right, right, right. the kids that are now starting with it. Like, that's really should be an adult thing, I, don't, I think. But I can understand how if every all the kids in the school have it, that you're, you're going you're gonna to want to do the same exact thing. And I can't make other parents have the same ideologies and outlooks that I have. So I got, that's something I got to be aware of and know that it's going to be a uh, something that I got to confront. But in the sense of it, I can control what I can answer, right? It's like it's like uh, you're gonna if you go, especially if you want to make a business out of it. Well, if you're gonna, then you have to you, you have, have to, to ex- know that that's what's happening right. to your kid, like, and then come to terms with it in some way, shape, or form. In the same school, you don't know who's looking at them when they walk on the bus or walk off the bus, and all you can do is protect them right. on that walk to exactly. there and there. You know what I'm saying? So, um, but it's just sick though, and it is it is social media causes so much more problems than <laughs> I think it's just like it manufactures problems like that that we wouldn't have if it didn't exist obviously but now nah, that's I mean, it's all about how you use it and you know your perspective mm-hmm. i mean social media you know it can be a gift and a curse yeah no nah, you're right like yeah like you said it's all about how you use it how you approach it um which brings us i think to our next our next uh segment when i got my man spec on the show i like to do a segment called Put some respect on my name, man, where, you know what I mean, I expect if he uh got respect for it or if he comes at it with a little bit of speculation. I want to see if I can pull this up on the big screen that we got here. So, basically, it was a, a mom. And I don't know. Like, actually, I was looking at this. Um, She might be one, just the, 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 the latest to do this. Um, But, basically, is a mom taking pictures of her kid dressed up like Spider-Man. And... As you see, you know, there's like four shots, right? There's a yep. picture of just him posing. And then she recreates the upside down Mary Jane uh, kiss. And um, she's actually received a lot of backlash um, for this. Um, show you some of the Twitter comments. Um, this dude right here says, I find it very funny. They want a picture of a father giving his daughter a kiss on the lips. He was bashed for weeks. But this, everyone's all for it. Another person said, nah, I'm calling ACS. What the fuck going on here, yo? <laughs> <laughs> um, Sean, this person says she didn't see an issue. Um, 
But the lady underneath her said they're reenacting a romantic scene between love interests and y'all really giving it likes. <laughs> so, I mean, and I guess this is, a, this is two debates here, right? Um, how do you feel about the parental uh, lip kissing thing? Which I guess is to each his own, in my opinion. I'll say right, that. Right. Um, I don't do it. You know what I'm right. saying? Because I got a daughter. And if I had a son, I don't think I would do it. Um, however, I don't, I don't judge anybody for doing it. Right. I don't think there's a sexual um, thing to it. I personally think this is wild. <laughs> but I want to know, I guess, do you look at it with just respect uh, for this mother or a little bit of speculation? Um, I mean, personally, like you said, to each his own. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't think I've ever kissed my son on the lips. Mm-hmm. If I had a daughter, I would never kiss her on the lips. Um, that's just not my thing. Um, I was raised, my parents kissed me on the lips. Um, like I can recall, you know, my father maybe kissing me on the lips till I was maybe like 11 or some shit. Um, same with my mother. Um, so it's not foreign, you know, I get it. Um, it's not my thing. Mm -hmm. Um, I personally won't do it. And to, to parents who choose to do it, I don't give a shit. That's as a parent, that's, that's your prerogative. Um, you know, this lady, you know, I, I personally, I see it. It doesn't draw it doesn't drum up any feelings. I just see it. Oh, okay. I'm, I, again, I wouldn't do it. Yeah. But, I mean, mm. it's a cool photo shoot. You know, the fact that she kissing her kid on the lips. Again, I'm not a, a lip, a kid lip but, kisser. So I guess her kissing the kid on the lip is one thing. Her reenacting a romantic scene from a movie. So <laughs> if I seen that, I wouldn't even know it was a romantic scene. For I just, I obviously that's Spider Man or Venom. I don't know. No, it's Spider Man. It's my. I think it's the Miles Morales, like okay. the, the black version. Of so you know, mm-hmm. it's the the new version of Spider Man. But you know the scene that they're recreating from where well, he's hanging upside down. It's raining. It's Toby. No, no, oh, okay, it's like Toby Maguire is kissing. Uh, shit, I can't remember her name, but uh, the lady who plays Mary Jane. Um, and so that's why they do it. And she's not the only mom to do it. I've seen other pictures. Yeah. Of moms doing that with their sons dressed up as Spider-Man, whether it's a Halloween shoot or whatever the hell they're doing. Yeah, so I, I don't look at it like that only because I assume it's nothing romantic or sexual. Mm-hmm. So I don't place that label on it per se, even though they may be taking that scene from a romantic thing. I don't look at it, oh, you're, you're making out with your son. <laughs> you want to go have sex with your son. I don't look at it like that. Um, a dad dressed up like Superman... Kissing uh, Lois Lane as his daughter. So again, I, I, I see, I put it as the same situation as this. It's, it's kind of like... If it's, if it's done, done I, don't, I, don't, I don't look at it sexual in nature. And so because I'm not looking at it sexual in nature, I just see it as a parent showing that level of affection to their child. Mm-hmm. Which, again, I personally don't do. But I'm not against any parent who chooses to do it. So you riding the fence, man. We don't, we don't, we don't got a name for that. What you is this respect yeah, I mean, or is this speculation? A, I mean, <laughs> I, I respect it, I guess, because I, I don't, I, I don't throw shade on it. Okay. I, don't, I don't see anything bad about it. So I mean, I guess I have to respect it, even though it's not something I would ever do. Yeah, I think there's nothing wrong with, like we said, a, a parent kissing their kid on the lips or whatever, or the forehead or whatever the hell they want to kiss their kid. Yeah, I always, huh. I, I, I kiss, I give my kid a kiss good night. Give my kid. A good night kiss every single night, but I only kiss him on his head, yeah. his forehead, you know, somewhere Cheek. Yeah. far away from his mouth. Yeah, because it's just not my thing. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? It has and, nothing to do yeah. with, oh, that's gay or nothing. Like, nah, I don't, nah, nah. Even if I had a daughter, I, I still wouldn't do it. Yeah. It's just, it's not me. Yeah. But I think why she caught the backlash is because it's a photo shoot. It's not necessary. 
<laughs> like, cause and then they like if she wanted to take a picture with the kid, she got that one. You know those where she's in the picture with the kid. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So that's what I feel like. Well, what if the kid said, "Oh my, let me hang upside." I don't know how they recreate it, but oh yeah. my, let me hang upside down uh-huh. and give me a kiss. You know, okay. <laughs> mothers are. Yeah, yeah. So, so respect. Yeah, I feel you. I feel you. I mean, I, mm-hmm. I'll say if I did this scene. I would be kissing my kid on the forehead. I wouldn't do the. You would have found a way I, to do it with the forehead. I, don't have, okay. I have no. I have no issues with this recreating the scene, and I just wouldn't have touched the lips. Got you. I got you. Homie. And the, all the people that have something to say, they just need to just go somewhere. I mean, <laughs> obviously, they're bored. Too many comments. Too much. No, That's I, the one thing I just I've never understood about social media. People just hating, hating yeah, a little bit too like, much. Well, you know, go. You don't if you don't like it, just don't look at but it. But that's you know what it is too? It's the but social media rewards making funny comments, right? So it's like now when you how how so? Well, people like them. People like your comments and you could then you, you know, I think not well Reddit, let's say especially Reddit especially works like this. You get upvoted oh, by your comment. Okay, so your you. comment actually You're you're incentivized for to making, be funny. Yeah. Okay. So it's like let's say for instance me and you want to have a serious conversation. I would talk to you private text. I wouldn't talk to you in the group chat because it might open it up to key cracking a joke, you know, Rick cracking a joke. So right. it's like, if I want to have a serious conversation, I'd pull you aside kind of. But that social media is like, you're trying to have a serious conversation, but everybody else trying to be the class clown right, right, and get props for making jokes. You know what I'm saying? So okay. I think, yeah, that's why a lot of people just, shit they shouldn't even talk about. Or like, I think like if you carry life how you would carry life. You don't walk up to people on the street and be like, Say something stink or say something yeah, you nasty. Know, you know they don't have nothing <laughs> That's to what say I'm saying. face yeah. to face. So. so like you if don't if you don't if you don't be the person that could make a joke in real life and then make that person laugh, whoever you cracking on, then I can see why you do it on social media. But if you ain't joking because you about to, you know it might get you punched in the mouth, then right. don't do it on social media. Right. It's not like don't be about that life. All right, man. Uh put some respect on my name. How do you feel about this? A de-extinction company plans to bring an extinct species back to life. The Tasmanian tiger, uh, a company named Colonial Biosciences. I don't know why I can't read. Colossal <laughs> Biosciences <laughs> has um, set their sights on bringing back the Tasmanian tiger. Yes, I did hear about that. Okay, okay. Um, I have no idea how they're going to do it. <laughs> I don't understand the science behind it, but they got it. They, figured, they know what they're doing. I've heard there have been other... Um, projects that they were they were thinking about doing. Um, they think they were they were thinking of bringing back the woolly mammoth. <laughs> okay, I guess I yeah, yeah, yeah. Do that, yeah. Man, okay. Um, and I, I forgot what the other one was, but science, I, gotta love it. <laughs> so, are you are you greeting this with uh, respect or speculation? You think this is gonna be something that's gonna be great for mankind, humankind, and the earth. Because cause the reason behind it is because once this animal went extinct, I want to say in like 1930-something, it kind of caused uh, destructive uh, effects on right. the biosystem that was underneath, uh, all the animals and stuff that were yeah. underneath it. So they feel like reintroducing this back into that echosphere, whatever they call right. it, is going to um, be good for the environment. Right. Um, so do you see this like fair or, or, or you got a little bit of respect for it? I have respect for it only because, you know, I'm of the mindset. These are advancements in our technology. Uh, One day is going to be they're just able to go put in the microwave some genes and a human's going to pop out. And, you know, 
my whole theory, my whole thought process behind it is, you know, one day I would like to think, you know, as human beings, maybe we can live forever or a lot longer than what our current lifespan is. Mm -hmm. And the only way we're going to do that is through scientific advances and these types of things. And so I'm all for it. Mm -hmm. Do you think now um, there, there's always good with the bad? Okay. So maybe they may fucking create a monster or some wild shit happens. But <laughs> you know, it's one of those things you got to take the good with the bad. So I guess, um, yeah. So you don't because I feel like there has to be some type of regulation, right? There's, there, there. Yeah, I mean, there, there will if there isn't, there will be. Mm -hmm. um, that's just the way it is. Um, Have like they cloned stem, a human? They've, like so? No, not here. Um, because stem cell research is still banned. Mm. Um, but other countries have cloned human beings? I don't think nobody has cloned a human being, but people have cloned human body parts. Like they've recreated they've, an air? They're, they're, they've recreated human body parts. From what? Uh, I'm from stem cells, and I don't. I, I don't so, like a person, a person like without an heir, they'll take something from their body and make an heir for they them. They take some type of cells, yeah. and they're able to reproduce, like have those cells continuously reproduce mm. to create body parts. But they take it from the person, or does it someone? Does it come from someone else? It's not from the person that they're trying. It's, it can be from. It could be from any stem cell, right, they can, but right. they can make body parts. Basically, oh shit. So <laughs> I mean, I, I you know I'm I'm all for the. You know, growth and scientific advances. Yeah, this should scare me a little bit. You know how people get scared of them robots that be flipping? Yeah. Yeah, this should scare me a little bit more than that. <laughs> the robots, I think we might be all right. Like, we just seen today, like, the AI rapper got signed and then dropped. <laughs> I mean, you're going to see a lot of that, you know, going into the future. I mean... How do you feel about that? How do you feel about, like... So, I'm, I'm a creative, right? I DJ and I do podcasts. So, something like an AI rapper, it doesn't make me, per se, nervous. I Because I don't really believe that... I guess I don't believe a, a computer can make a entertaining form of entertainment. Right. I think they can do comedy. They probably could program one to do stand-up comedy. You probably could program one to make a song. You probably could program one to do a podcast. I don't know if it's going to have that same element of listening to two human beings talking. So I'll, I'll take a different stance. I think it would. You may not like it, mm -hmm. but there will be an audience for it. Mm. It, it's no different mm. than, you know, like, whether it be, like, for instance, last week. Don't get it twisted. Or, I, I, I ain't scared of the competition. <laughs> like, <laughs> you saying I ain't going to like it. I ain't scared of no AI competition. Or <laughs> earlier in the week, there was a conversation going around, you know, uh, R&B being dead. Oh, yeah, and yeah, so yeah, yeah. Diddy. Diddy R started that. R&B's not dead. Mm -hmm. R&B today is just not what we know it to be from the 80s, the 90s. And even the early 2000s, that form of R&B, you know, it's it, it, it certainly has changed. But the the point that I'm trying to make is there there will always be an appetite for whether it be AI rappers mm -hmm. or, you know, hologram performances mm. or metaverse know, like everybody metaverse, yeah. you know, there, there's going to always be an audience. It may not be for us. You know, you know, growing up in the '80s and '90s, but they will, you know, it's, it's for somebody. Okay. If they're creating it, somebody's gonna love it. Okay, I, 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 I rock with that. I want to derail us too quick. But I want to stay on that that R&B is dead. Um, because I did hear Diddy saying that yeah. he was on a uh, a live, I think, with Timberland and JD. Mm -hmm. Um, and he 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 dropped that. Now I think Diddy's an excellent marketer. Uh, he's a marketing genius. 
And I think he knows what what you what happens when you make statements like that. Um, and there's like you, are, you, I mean, you you sound like you've agreed with him to to a certain extent. I disagree. I think that they still do make the same type of R&B. I just think it doesn't get the same type of exposure it does when, let's say, uh, Puff Daddy was working in the R&B industry. You know what I'm saying? Like, I I think that there's a... So, for instance, I don't know if you have XM, Sirius XM, but there's R&B stations on there, right? And they come out with new music that I'm like, I don't hear this anywhere else. Mm-hmm. I literally, there's no, like, WBLS, like, back in the day that would just be strictly R&B or after a certain time of night, they're only playing R&B. It's like, you don't get that anymore. But I think it does still exist. And maybe I'm yeah. maybe like I'll just rock out to like a playlist or um I'll listen to like what is it, Amazon music and mm-hmm. I'll just and I'll listen to news. They, they I feel like it's being made. It's not getting the shine, and then the stuff that is getting the shine will be like throat baby. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And it's like, yeah, like you you you're you, you might be singing, but you're I get think, rapper yeah, content. Right. I think know? he was just speaking from you know, it was a, I don't want to say a, a impulse statement, but because I'm sure he, he probably somewhat feels like that because, like, let's say as a consumer of sound or music, you know, everybody has the certain things that they like to hear. So for me, R&B, I'm a huge fan of, like, the old school R&B, right? Mm-hmm. Whereas today, like you said, it is still being made, but you're not going to hear, like, the type of R&B that I want to listen to you seldomly gonna hear on the radio. Yeah, right. No, you have to go seek it out mm-hmm. on like specialty stations, Spotify, playlists. Right? It's like not. That. It's not the big money grab like it once was. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah, exactly. That that's all it is. It's still there. You just have to go find it. Whereas once upon a time, even if you ain't go look for it, it's gonna hit you in the face. Yeah, but and also keep in mind, Diddy just dropped a new single. He's dropping an R&B album. Oh, is he? Yeah, yeah he just. Um, we spoke about it a couple episodes ago. He, but he's doing the, or he has an artist. So he just dropped Love Records. That's oh. just that's the new label. Okay. So and then um, what he's trying to do is I think drop a full R&B album. But remember how he did Last Train to Paris? He's like on every song, but it's other artists. Okay. Yeah. Well, like every Diddy album, I guess. Yeah. So, but I think it's gonna be a, a R&B focus on not only this label, but I think the next project he's working on. So, which I think is was the marketing behind it. Like, let me get my name drummed up in an R&B conversation. I got an R&B track right now on the, on the charts. Like, go check it out. So, that makes sense. Okay. But I also think there's a Nas. A Nas said the same thing, right? Hip-hop is dead, right? I just said... But I'm, he was saying, I think for the same... very Like, when he said that, hip-hop was in the transformational phase. Like, we were going to... It, it was leaving the hardcore, you know, New York-type sound. And then just being this, you know... It's all about the hooks and the beats and the... You know, less about the artistry. But I think that it was the same thing. Like, also, at that time, and I don't know if this is what, what, what inspired Nas. I love hip-hop conversations. <laughs> I don't know what inspired Nas to say it, but, like, remember the South was blowing up. Yeah. When, when he came in, it's like, well, people was like, why is, it, why is hip-hop dead style. now that the South is, now the South is blowing up? But, and then, to what you said, a lot of people go to, oh, well, lean with it, rock with it, snap music, this, that, da, da, da. But you can't front. There was hard music coming out of the South. You had to seek it. Right. It wasn't what was on twenty times a day on the radio. Right. Nas is probably like, why is Hot ninety seven sound like a, a, a Atlanta station? Right. You know what I'm saying? So it's even the same thing I just said, and I'm glad that like I love. I'm glad I had this conversation with you because you kind of just made me change my mind in the middle of it. I was like, I had some speculation uh, towards AI, an AI podcast. As a podcaster, I should probably embrace that. You because mean, may, they may, I may, might get, I mean, you, might you, like you, it. you, it might be AI now. <laughs> you might not be able to make it. I might have an AI, you know what I'm saying, guest up in here. So, but I mean, I say that with Jess, but it's like you don't want to get blockbustered. 
Right. You know what I'm saying? You want to be able to like, oh, Netflix is popping. Or how, do, how can I get on that wave? How could I do that? And you always want to know the next thing coming up. It's like, even with this podcast, I started out, you know, um, I, Apple Podcasts, you know, SoundCloud, and now we're on YouTube. Right. And now, you know what I'm saying? I'm learning YouTube and social media started out Facebook. It started out Instagram. Now I got to learn TikTok. And it's like, but I want to. It's fun. It's, it's done different. So it's right. like. You got to embrace. Yeah. Or you're going to get left behind. Yeah. 100%. And I, I see that so many times, bro. Anybody holding on, like, nah, nah. They, they get left behind so bad, bro. <laughs> um, I got one more for you, man. Uh, put some respect on my name. So something that's been popping up um, a lot is book bans. I think 2021 and 22 has been the most probably in American history with books um, of a certain type being banned. Books written by minority groups. Books um, that might have a theme of homosexuality, transgender um, content. Um, let me see. What else? There was a there was a some some historical books are also being added to that list that they don't necessarily want their kids to be. Now, when you say book bans, like by who's banning the books? So the school, so it'd be like school school boards, or even some sometimes states. Okay. So sometimes it'd be like the Georgia State School, you know what I mean, or whatever. This book is not going to be read in this entire state. A lot of these, like, okay. um, I think red states are doing it more than more than anything else. But um, now, what that's causing is kids to start book clubs. Okay. Like, yeah, all right, you don't want them teachers in school. You can't stop us from reading this content. Right, you can't absolutely. stop this book from being available. And it's leading to a lot of book clubs popping up, which, I, which I'm which i very much in favor for, you know what I'm saying? Um, so I guess, how do I really want to word this? Like, so how do you think this is going to work? turn out, I guess? Because I see it very detrimental, right? Like, I, I don't, think it's going to be a good thing. You think it's going to be a good thing? Cause, because by, I guess my question, let me, let me just okay, make sure. Yeah. That, um, I think, I guess, which is going to be stronger? The book bans or the book clubs? Like, do you think enough kids are going to want to take on knowledge on an independent level and be like, there must be some reason they don't want us to hit. Let me go on my own and try to figure this out. Or do you think a lot of kids are just going to be like, we don't even want to read the books that we have to read in school. We ain't going to go seek that out. And so now you got ignorant parents making ignorant kids and they don't want their ignorant kids to find out information that they didn't even get exposed to. Like, you know what I mean? We come from New York City. I come from Brooklyn. I'm exposed to a lot of, uh, of the Jewish community. So to me, it's not, they're just, you know what I mean? It's, it's an everyday thing. There's people, and you're just in the Bronx. I don't even, the Jewish community might not be as big. You tell me, in, in the Bronx. But that might be I a mean, foreign there, thing. There, there is a section in the Bronx. But, but probably not as much as Brooklyn. Right. Yeah, yeah, So it's like, so to you, it might be a foreign thing. So imagine someone in fucking Arkansas. You know what I'm saying? There's people, like I hear comments, like, like, like just from listening to like Jewish podcasters. Mm-hmm. They hear stuff, like crazy stuff. Like, that people don't even mean to be racist when they say it. Like, Oh, like, like, oh, you're a Jew? <laughs> or, or you look like a, you know what I mean? Like, or, like stuff right. like that. And it's like, to me, I'm like, why would you, you don't talk to another human being like that. They don't even understand they're being racist. So you got these same people or the same people like, I don't want my kid exposed to books about transgender people because I don't even want them to know. I don't want my kid. And this is like, so I guess so I guess go to my original question with respect or speculation. Who do you think is going to come out on top of this? You think the, the book bans are going to like lead to a more ignorant generation of kids? Or do you think they're going to be enough independent kids that want to going to fight this so as a generation? So I, I don't think. Um, good question. I don't think there is at this stage. You know, with the internet, social media, all of these different avenues to get information out there. You know, this is not the 1930s. Um, so even if you you know you you don't you don't you don't allow your child to look at certain things. 
if your child wants to, they're going to find those things. If they're around the right people, they're going to see those things. Mm -hmm. um, I look at this whole, the book ban, more like parenting. When you tell your child you can't do something, it's going to make them want to do it more. Mm. Um, so there's that aspect. There's also the aspect of what I believe you're going to see um, not necessarily in elementary schools, because those will forever be a staple in our society. But let's just say in another 20 to 30 years, and maybe not even that long, schools or higher education, for, for that matter, as you know it, um, will change. Um, because... In what way? What do you mean? So we grew up in, I would just say, a time period where an emphasis is placed on school. And you have to go to college. If you don't go to college, you know, you're not going to get a job. You're not going to do this. And my belief is the younger generation, they are going to realize the uh, hypocrisy would be the wrong word. But school, it is necessary up to a certain point in your life. And then it becomes more of a situation where... Like college, for example, I'm, a, I'm not telling nobody not to go to college or anything like that, but higher education in that form, in that sense, I think uh, in the future, is going. there's going to be a far less emphasis on it. Mm. Even um, with automation, you think? Like with a lot of jobs going to be you know, self-driving vehicles? I think, vehicles I think or... you're going to see more of a shift in like tech technical stuff mm. so technical schools like the whole liberal arts and you know like what we did growing yeah. up i think that shit is going to be absolute obsolete mm. at some point mm. because it is it is known and it is becoming even more known what are you going to do with your liberal arts training make podcasts that's not what my mom wants to hear yeah, yeah. it's kind of <laughs> like it, it's you know college and College, and I'm not gonna go down this, but college was just created as a, a part of the government system. Yeah. Um, and so you're gonna this younger generation. I'm excited for the younger generation because they have so many tools, so many opportunities. You know, the sky's the limit. You know, they're not gonna be bound like we were or our parents' generation were growing up. And so, you know, you can put bans on, you know, books in school, but it's not, I, it's my belief, it's not going to stop people from consuming. Mm. You know, the people who want to consume are still going to consume. The parents who want to be ignorant, they're going to try and pass along that ignorance, ignorance to their children. And some children will be affected by it. Mm. And some children will know otherwise and know that their parents are just full of shit. And mm. why would you try to keep me from this? Like, right. Man? And so, you know, state schools, they could do, I, I don't, I don't look at now, if we were talking about, you know, 50 years ago, I would say this would have a very, very adverse effect just because of the way our society operates and, and, and the lack of information that you have access to. Mm. Um, but nowadays, I don't really think that's going to be a big thing. No, no, it's, a, it's an interesting conversation too. So how do you feel? I guess about like your own kid going to college. Do you do you or do you think about that type of stuff already? I think or do about you... it. Um, you know, I I'm always gonna teach him. You know, to get good grades in school, do your best. But I will never force my child to. You you gotta go to college. You must go to college. That will never be me. 
um my my thing that i'm going to preach to him you know whatever it is that you decide to do one i'm going to support you and two if this is what you're going to do you give that shit your all period mm. you know don't half-ass it don't you know you want to be a fucking male stripper I I mean you need to have a plan and I'm gonna make sure you have a plan. Yeah. You know, um, and you're gonna be the fucking best male stripper that you could be. You know, whatever. So you don't so you're not gonna push college. I'm not I'm not gonna I'm not gonna push it like it was pushed on to me. Okay. Like I felt I had to go, go to, to college. college. Yeah, like yeah. there was no choice. Mm -hmm. Right? My son is gonna know that there are choices yeah. essentially. You know, if he once says I wanna go to college, okay, cool. Like I'm not I'm not gonna I'm not going to shun college, but I'm also not going to make it seem like you have to do this. Mm -hmm. If you don't do this, your life is dependent on it, yeah. you know, because that's how it was taught to me growing up. But I, and I'm not, I'm not opposed to that way because great experience, where I, where I, yeah. not, not even that, but just where I grew up, I needed to get away. And college oh, was my only yeah. college for me was my only you way out. Yeah. You know, I didn't but, play but, sports. But all in all, it was a great experience. You know what it I'm saying? It was a great experience. And I'm sure but the jobs, the jobs we have now, I didn't learn. I didn't. I didn't. If I look back at my college experience, what I take back from college was just more about having fun yeah, than yeah, than yeah. learning. Mm -hmm. I didn't. I, I didn't learn anything in college. You know, the five years that I was there, I can't really say I learned much. I learned a lot of life skills. I think maybe, like, I, mean, I think I, I think like how to I carry, mean, how to move. I don't yeah, I, I don't know. I didn't. I mean, and I think you. Did. I was there. Expect. I mean, I mean, life skills. So what's yeah. life skills? I mean. What what would you take away? What did you say? What life skills you learned in college? Um, not to be a wild boy. <laughs> like I was a wilder boy. I think before I went to college, and then I don't know. Like from the freshman year to the end of it, I think I came out like a bit more mature. Obviously, it's four years of maturity, but um, no, it looked like I I don't know. Like I like I I fell in love with DJing in college, so I, okay, I always I mean, correlate that with college. Um, my best friends now are people that I met. Either before, right? Like, I mean, uh, those are those are relationships. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, so I certainly have relationships, you know. But no, you're a hundred percent. I mean, there were but things I learned in sociology of... class that I, I do apply to his life, and there. But um, no, but for the most part, I learned how to pass tests. And but get you, on I'm to the sure next... you knew how to do that before you went into college. Yeah, it was just a, it was because it, it was enhanced because I, I wouldn't have made it to college. Because when I it. think mm -hmm. about it, I mean. I learned like I, the same skills that I used to pass tests in middle school and high school is the same skills I used to pass tests in college. Mm -hmm. Now I know for a fact if I tried to go to graduate school with that same mentality, it wouldn't have worked. It would have shut down because you couldn't like last minute like because those same skills. Graduate school is different. The, mm -hmm. the same skills they're not transferable. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah you're right. You can so just, yeah, you can't just. You can't the memorize your yeah, way through grad exactly. school. You can memorize your way through college, mm -hmm. high school, all of those other. Um, so, you know, I, college was great. You know, I, 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 would, I would not uh, trade in my college experience. It was it was one of the best experiences mm -hmm. I had in my life. But notice what I, the word that I'm using, the experience. Yeah. I didn't learn much. In yeah. College. That's what, well, well, yeah. Life skills probably wasn't the right word. Life experiences, I think would be the better one. That Certainly I had only experience. I was very, I didn't have too many life experiences before college. <laughs> we like that. I experienced yeah. a lot in college. Exactly. So yes, college from that standpoint, it was, it was amazing. And like I said, for myself, it was the only way out the hood. Mm. So it was necessary, but my son, he's not going to grow up with that same 
pressure with that same reality. So he's going to have choices. Okay. And so I'm not going to be the parent that, you know, pushes college onto their child. Any kids out there, man, like if, if you in somewhere, you watching us right now on YouTube, shout out everybody on YouTube, um, and they trying to shut down books where you at, start a book club, start your own thing. And it don't got to be the books they banning, but start introducing your own self to expose, to start exposing yourself to information that the school isn't because that is what life is after school. And just as a general life concept, if people are talking about banning anything, ask yourself the question, why? Yeah. Why are they... If, if people are trying to ban something, is because they're fearful of something. And more than likely, it's not something bad. Well, what, it, well, well, so, in, well in a sense of a book. Like, if they're it, banning a substance of some sort, it might be dangerous. But you're saying, in, in, as a, in information, if they're banning information, there's probably a reason, right? Like, Well, if they're banning... So, for, if they're banning anything... You should have just no. I'm not saying I'm everything that's banned. <laughs> I'm not saying everything that's banned is good. But what I am saying is, you just shouldn't look at it as they're banning it, so it must be bad. If somebody is banning, do your research and do figure your out. research yeah. and ask the questions. Why is it being banned? Is really what I'm saying. Nice. There are certain things that are worth being banned. In, sure. Mm -hmm. Um, but everything that's banned is not banned for the right reasons. Or created equal. Now I get that. I get that. Um, Spec, you one of the biggest LeBron James fans I know. Me, you think this might be his last season? You think he's gonna push it till Bronny gets there? Well, so you asked two separate questions: what he wants versus what his well, isn't body that, isn't, isn't. What Bronny's after this season, though, right? Yes. Okay. Possible. Possible. Possibly. Yeah. Um. Personally, I don't think he's. But you never know. I mean, a year. For a kid, in terms of development, is is a lifetime. So, mm -hmm. Bronny, I mean, I'm already seeing uh, great advances in from, this from last year, right? in this yeah. current year. So you never know. But um, I, I I know he wants. That's his ultimate goal. Mm. If he can stay healthy, then it will happen. Um, but obviously, and I, I think he'll stay relatively healthy enough. To, to at least appear in the season, uh, right? If his in, son is to make it to the right, NBA, in order to be able to do that. Um, well, but the you know LeBron staying healthy all season, no, those those years are behind him. Mm. Well, I guess the bigger question I want to ask you then: Did you see what Skip Bayless tweeted out about Bronny? No. Okay, so I, there was I think Bronny was playing on television, um, and Skip Bayless uh, tweeted after seeing a dunk uh, that Bronny did, said, "Hey, Bronny, impressive, but your dad would have dunked it left-handed." You sure got away with it, though. <laughs> um, to which Skip got a ton of backlash. You know what I mean? People were like, why are we, why are we critiquing, what is he, the kid's like 16, 17 years old? Like, not like, yeah. so, and then, so, you know, and Skip is obviously, you've made a business on hating on LeBron, right? So you're just staying on bread. Because you know what I think Skip's business scheme is, is he knows there's a lot of LeBron haters out there. Why not be the voice of that? The same way I think Stephen A. champions being the voice of the anti-Cowboys. You know what I'm saying? Like, so I think that's so Skip Bayless just chose. Or weed. <laughs> <laughs> he still hates weed even yeah. to this day. Yeah. <laughs> oh, because people get suspended for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes sense. Um, so I'll say that to say. A lot of people were like, yo, Skip, you foul for that. You shouldn't be talking to a kid like that. Why you judge a kid? Just because you got beef with his dad. Blah, 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 blah. And Brian don't really go at Skip when Skip say right. anything or nothing like that. Um, so it's, it's like a one-sided beef, you know what I mean? Um, but do you think that Skip went too far 
Or do you think that if Bronny is planning on hitting the big leagues, maybe this is something he needs to get used to? Because I believe LeBron was getting critiqued at this age, right? I mean, LeBron was getting critiqued younger Way than Way earlier that. than this, yeah. Yeah. So do you think Skip was fouled for that, or do you think it's just par for the course? I think it's par for the course. Okay. And also, I mean, if, if, if you uh, reiterated his comment verbatim, I mean, to me, I... It, I it's not that harsh. It's not that harsh. It's just haters. It just comes off haters. I mean, because yeah. it can because it can be looked at like, for instance, LeBron is right-handed, but he utilizes his left hand. He shoots with his left. Mm. Um, well, and, Skip Skip explained why he said that. Okay, he so said what, he because because I guess he was getting a ton of backlash. He's like, yo, I gotta fucking respond. You know what I'm saying? Um, everybody, I think he said in all my years on Twitter, dating back to May of 2009, I've never seen anything like that nuclear reaction detonated by that tweet. It's now up to 18 million impressions, what just happened. Um, and then he went on to drop another tweet where he explained, saying that, he's like, I guess I got to get real technical for you. Uh, he said LeBron would have dunked it left-handed because of the way the, the defense was coming. He would have used his body to shield from the ball and hopefully join the foul. That is true. That's, now, not, that's not what you meant. <laughs> you, whether or not that, then you should have just said technically he should. You know what I'm saying? No, you try to hate on a young. No, on he, the was, young he was yeah. being. He was being a critic. Yeah. So yeah. And I mean, he threw it, and then decided he gonna throw a little bit of basketball because he does have basketball knowledge. You know right. what I'm saying? On top of it, but it's like come on, you know the main point of what that comment was. You know what I'm saying? Um, but I'm not against it. I'm like, yeah. I mean, I don't. I mean, I didn't. And also because you know. The reality is people talk about Bronny, okay, is obviously who his father is. You're next up. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, if, if you're going to be next up and heir to the throne, you got to step your game up. Mm-hmm. I mean... Mentally and physically, you know right. what I'm saying? And, and you're going to have to deal with that. I mean, and I get I get where the criticism comes from. It's like, yo, uh, Skip, y'all don't even talk about high school sports. Like, why were you... Wait till you get to college, you know what I'm saying? But... It was on ESPN. I mean, it was so... What Fox? Isn't he on Fox? Well, I'm talking oh, the about game, the, the game. game was on I got to say, oh yeah. yeah. Um, so if you're playing on a national level, you got to expect for that type of yeah. I mean, because yeah, so many people it can see it comes with the territory. Yeah, now that makes sense. Um, yeah. So we're gonna move on to our next segment, spec. One I like to do, and I know my TV gonna act up on me again. <laughs> but it's one I like to do, and one I do like to get excited for. Man, it's called things I seen on the internet. So I like to, you know, what I mean, scrolling Reddit. Twitter, Instagram, and I just come up, you know what I'm saying, up on a bunch of things. Um, all right. The first one was on the shade room, matter of fact. And uh, it's a <laughs> it's a new theme, uh, theme uh, amusement park ride. So let me know if you yourself will get on this or if you let your kids get on it. Oh. <laughs> I wouldn't get on that. I certainly wouldn't let my kid get on that shit. Oh, Lord. Let me see. If I was high, I'd say, oh, let's go do that shit. But I wouldn't let my kid get on that. Look how that motherfucker's bouncing. It became an issue on a massive slide, and it was all yeah, captured live on Facebook. On oh, I told, I, I told you, keep your, keep your hands oh, off. Yeah, that's it. We'd be good on that. What I noticed was the impact that they was hitting the ground with coming off of the hills. His children now cautioning others, the two youngest refusing to go down, the two older kids deciding once was enough. I was going down way faster than I thought I was. Gravity hurts. As you were going down the slide, what was going through your mind? 
man. I'm going to die. The DNR says there were no injuries and staff members were at the top and bottom of the slide giving instructions. <laughs> Why would you watch other people come down there and then <laughs> just be like, yeah, I'm going to give it a try. But they ended up closing that ride right there because that shit was kind of nutty. <laughs> where was that? At? Like it was at an amusement park? Oh, amusement park, yeah. Um, Let's see, where was that? It said in Detroit. Yeah. But I guess this is a, a new ride that they had opened up for the uh you know the season or whatever. That's wild. <laughs> There's I'm more no... curious why there was no white people there. <laughs> <laughs> I think there was. I think news reports be finding black people to like interview and they hoping that they, <laughs> they, so you just, they just say something. Yeah, wild. like like I feel like they are oh, that's a thing, you know, right? I feel like that was I a mean, thing at a certain time. Like they would find the wildest like possibly. dead give, dead giveaway. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it makes sense. I mean you want you know you want to go viral? Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's see if I can find the next one. Um, I had this shit organized, but... What you have? Oh, okay. All right, this is from your neck of the woods, Spec. You got to tell me what's going on here, brother. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> this ain't got nothing to do with no funeral, either. Intimidation tactic? <laughs> Is this how you pull up to the ops? <laughs> Who does this? That's crazy. That I mean, that's definitely some bomb shit. You got, you gotta leave when niggas come rolling up. <laughs> oh man, what else did I see on the internet, bro? I seen that. I thought of you, man. <laughs> Good old Bronx. Oh, but anyway, yeah, for all the people out there listening, matter of fact, I gotta, we got to describe the last one. Like, I forgot. We didn't even tell them what was happening. So basically, it's a dude. What street is that, you know, in the Bronx? It's on <laughs> it's on Fordham Road. Yeah, we on Fordham Road and walking with a casket. Wow. <laughs> him and his homeboy. He's just dragging a casket behind him. And yeah. <laughs> it is what it is. All right, this next one, I'm not, I'm not really sure what he was trying to do. <laughs> I'm not really sure what the goal was here. Oh, oh, so he's going down. Stairs on a motorcycle. Low bounce. Low bump. Oh, <laughs> and then he just falls off the side of that shit. Idiot. <laughs> what was the goal there? Was... I mean, There's no way that would have worked out perfectly, even if he would have went straight down the stairs. Like... <laughs> I don't know what people be thinking sometimes. <laughs> he going down. He lost control. Caught it. Caught himself. Little bounce. <laughs> and then just loses it. <laughs> they got one more man. He's got bounce. He's got that, bounce that last bounce. Yeah. <laughs> he thought he caught it. He was like, Nah, bro. <laughs> Neighbor wakes me up early if every morning making all type of noise. So the dude got beef with his neighbor. <laughs> his neighbor makes noise, and this is how he gets back at him. <laughs> he basically he got this computer desk that I got right there, <laughs> and it got wheels on it, and he takes it on his ceiling. And he's just going across the ceiling, rolling it back and forth. <laughs> he ain't done. Hold on. My upstairs neighbor wakes me up early as fuck every morning. <laughs> that shit would fuck me up because I'd be like, what is that sound downstairs? 
coming for you. Yeah, that's the, that's a reason not to rent right there, man. You can't do that shit. I mean, I I know we used to do that, you know, when we lived in an apartment building, but it'd be on the people. You do it lower. Yeah, I got. I'm gonna beef with the people because <laughs> most people got to deal with the people upstairs. Right, 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 right. <laughs> I, My man said, "Yo, I got you." <laughs> Yo, back. That is another episode of the Perfect Talk Podcast, oh, man. Yeah. Always a pleasure having you in the building, my brother. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. You, you know, ooh, ooh, shit. I'm about to break up the whole thing. About to break up the whole thing, Redrin. But uh, where can people find you at on social media? You ain't got social media, man. Yeah, one day. <laughs> one day, you yeah. know what I mean? But you can follow the Perfect Talk Podcast at, on Instagram at uh, Perfect Talk Radio. And of course, you can follow your man DJ Playboy on Instagram at Plickapeezy, P L I C C A P E E Z Y. Um, also, Follow Perfect Talk, which I just said. <laughs> but you can find me, DJ Playboy, on Twitter, um, at DJ Playboy. So, you know, stay tuned to the whole entire massive. Also, uh, check out the website, www.perfecttalkpodcast.com. Every episode of the Perfect Talk Podcast, my radio show, The Night Shift, and the radio show I do with my brother, Money Talks Radio. We just dropped episode 27, so go check that out. Yes, uh, please make sure you leave a rating, a like, subscribe, whatever you're watching us on or consuming us on. like button. Smash that shit. You know what I'm saying? And uh, because you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, SoundCloud, iHeartRadio, SoundCloud, you know, YouTube. Shout out to everybody on YouTube. We rocking with y'all heavy. You know what I'm saying? So, um, yeah, just stay tuned to the team. Keep rocking with us because we got a lot more in in store for y'all, man. We're going to keep entertaining y'all. And I really do mean that. Shout out to everybody that, because there's so much you could do on your phone, so much bombarded at you every day that if you take some time out your day to rock with your boys, we appreciate that. Yes, sir. You know what I mean? No no lies there. So, uh, no cap, I think is what the kids say. Is that what they say? (laughs) I heard the kids say that early. But, yeah, we... uh, what are you watching nowadays, Beck? I like to ask uh, people at this time, what are you consuming in terms of music, uh, television, movies, books? What, do you, what are you rocking with nowadays? Uh, I mean, music-wise, I mean, this past week, you know, Game just dropped an album. Ooh. So, What was it called? Uh, Drillmatic. Drillmatic, yeah, right? 30 tracks. It's, it's taken me a little while to get through that. Um, but so, I mean, in terms of music, that's what I've been listening to recently. Okay. Uh as far as TV, I have not been watching much TV outside. I mean, I watch the Yankees when they play. Um, they do. They just they picking it up now, right? They turning up. <laughs> I mean, they they just lost six straight series, so they've been actually turning it down. But didn't they win like two nights ago or a night ago? Yeah, they like won. Was... They won. They beat. They just won their first series in like almost a month. Come on, I only know yesterday's news. Uh, <laughs> they, they just beat the Mets. Yesterday. Right, I, I ain't going for People do be talking sports. I'll be like, what was the last thing I heard? <laughs> what was the last thing that went by on the scroll on ESPN? <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, but that's about it. Uh, you not, you know, you said you, you haven't rocked with football for a couple seasons. You see yourself getting back into it or? Probably not. Nah, I'm hyped for football season coming back. <laughs> um, College too. I rock with the college Um, heavy. But yeah, nah, I like. I'm ready for fall, bro. I'm ready for Halloween. I'm ready for. Uh, no, I'm not in any rush to get through summer. I'm gonna enjoy these last weeks of summer. Um, still get as much bike riding in as I can. You know what I'm saying? I'm still on that goal to hit 100 miles, and I'm I'm really close. I actually just broke my pedal though. Uh-huh. Yeah, but I bought I bought a new one. I bought a new okay. one, so that's the project. Hopefully by this weekend I'm back out there. Um, and we see where it go, man. But yeah, I'm ready for it all, man. Um. Once again, shout out to everybody out there rocking with us. Spec, always a pleasure having you. And you will be back, right? I will be back. You know what I mean? Say goodbye to the people, dog. Peace. Peace.